0: Hello, Cathedral! Are we ready and excited to praise our God this morning? As it says in Exodus 15 verse 2, The Lord is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. He's my God and I will praise Him, my Father's God, and I will exalt Him. Let this be the time where we surrender our problems and our struggles that occupies our mind every single day. God is calling us to be present at this moment. So let's get up and declare His goodness as we lift our hands, as we shout, as we sing in His presence today. Let's
1: worship. Hallelujah. Come on, Cathedral, let's stand to our feet. Let's come alive, come together to magnify the praises of our God, amen? Come on.
0: to magnify the praises of our God. The rocks cry out if we don't shout the praises of our God. There's nothing that can stand against the praises of our God. of our God.
1: everyone to the Cathedral of Faith where everyone's welcome nobody's perfect and where the love is lived out and absolutely anything and everything is awesome. amen because we serve an amazing God and at this moment I'd like to invite the ushers to come forward as you prepare for communion and once you receive the element please remain standing hold them in your hand and in a few moments Pastor Ken will come to lead us in a powerful moment of communion let's continue to worship right now you see it right in front of your eyes come on let's continue pressing. oh yeah you take what the enemy meant for evil
0: and you turn it for good you turn it for good mm, yeah you take
1: what the enemy meant for evil and you turn
2: family. God is good. All the time. And all the time. And victory is in the air. It is. You know, in the book of Psalms, Psalm 23, a very familiar psalm, the psalmist says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Now, in Bible times, when you'd fight against an enemy and you defeat them, here's what would happen. You would have a dinner And the enemy that you just defeated had to sit across the table from you. And they had to watch you eat because you had eaten their lunch. And as we come to the table today, Jesus is victorious. And we sit at the table with him. And we identify with his victory. And his victory becomes our victory. So whatever you're facing today, Victory is in the air. Victory is at the table. This is a dinner for the winner. And we're seated with Jesus, amen? Jesus, we thank you so much, no matter what we're facing in this moment. We know that because of who you are and what you've done for us, we can indeed be victorious. And we connect your victory to our lives. Let's eat of the body of Christ. Jesus, thank you that you turned what looked to be the greatest defeat, the cross, into the greatest victory in history. And so, Jesus, we enter into that victory. And we know that what the enemy has meant for evil in our lives you were at work working all things together for our good and for your glory we declare it today let's drink of the cup of christ and now i invite you we're in this series on identity and i invite you to make this declaration with me Here at Cathedral, we call it our affirmation of faith. Would you say it with me? This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. For great is our God and greatly is he to be praised. I'm his child, I'm an heir of God and a joint heir with Jesus Christ. Therefore, no weapon that's formed against me shall prosper. The weapons of my warfare, they are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of enemy strongholds. I am more than a conqueror. I am victorious because I walk by faith and not by sight. And greater is he that's within me than he that is in the world. Amen and amen and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Again, it's so great to see you. Thanks so much for coming out. Those who are on site, those who are online, those who are in the building, those who are outside the building, welcome to Lake Tahoe, yeah. It's great to see everyone today and boy, you're in for a powerful message. Uh, Before you're seated, you know, greet two or three people and tell them, I'm looking at a winner. Go ahead and do that. I'm looking at a winner, amen.
3: Hello, Cathedral friends and family. We're so excited that you joined with us today. We've got some exciting things coming up. Here's what's going on. First off, if you're new around here, welcome. We would love to introduce to you a little bit more about what we do here at the church. So, if you take the card out on the seat back in front of you, scan the QR code, you'll find more information about being part of the Cathedral of Faith family. We can't wait to get to know you better. We're so excited because next week we start our new series called CrossFit. Now this series will bring us all the way up to Easter season and next week to kick it off we have a very special guest with us. He is one of the original Harlem Globetrotters. Have you ever found yourself wondering, well what's happening at Cathedral or how can I get involved? Don't fear, the Connect, Grow, Serve brochure is here and it has a list of everything that's going on here at the church. You can find it on our website, cathedraloffaith.org or at one of our guest centers in the back. We'd love to get connected with you. And as always, for everything that's happening here at the church, you can follow us on social media, check out the church website, download our app, or give us a call at the church office. Have a great weekend.
4: Well, good morning, Cathedral of Faith. Isn't it a beautiful day to be in the house of the Lord? Ah, oh, we're so glad you're here. And God is doing amazing things because God is good. All the time. And all the time, God is good. Amen. And I'm so grateful for this church family. You guys are the best on how you love people. I was just thinking it was this week, this Wednesday, is International Life Child Day. And it's where... This organization has grew out uh, over the last 10 years to help sponsor kids over in Mozambique, Malawi, Zimbabwe, and as well as South Africa. Well, 15 years ago, I had a chance with uh, Joseph Scott, our camera guy, to have a ch- an opportunity to visit Kilimani, Mozambique, with Pastor Anthony Liebenberg, who has a local church over there. And for those of you who don't know about the history of Mozambique, it was in a... Civil War for 15 years that left the country just devastated. And the average life expectancy was 44 years of age. And it was amazing. When I, I got off the plane with Joseph and met uh, Anthony there, it was unbelievable. There was nobody older than me hardly there. It was all these little kids, the most beautiful kids you can see. You can see, I think they're gonna pull them up on the screen. These are some of the photos I took of kids literally raising kids. And we went with Pastor Anthony to his uh, church campus that they had with a local pastor and visited the school that they had. And then we also went to a piece of property that God had given us as a church, a dream of bringing holistic transformation to a community. And we prayed over that land that someday that land would have homes to house orphan kids with a caring mom and have a clean well that they could come and have life from a clean water and have a medical clinic that they could go to so they wouldn't have to die from malaria or other diseases. And that we could bring sustenance there that they could grow crops to be self-sustaining. And then of course, spiritual transformation that they would know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. So we prayed over that piece of property and then we came back to the church, cast that vision, and we had to, my, my dad's best friend right here, who's been a part of the church forever. He goes, I'm gonna buy that property for the church. He spent $10,000. My dad, Sam Hinman, <laughs> cast that vision. And since that time, we've seen that vision become a reality, that we do have homes there now that take care of vulnerable kids. We do have a medical care clinic that takes care of sick kids and adults. We also have a clean water because of your giving. And through the last 15 years, we've sponsored hundreds and hundreds, over a thousand kids that they could have an education, that they would know Jesus, that they would have food to eat, that they have clothing, and know that there's a God that loves them. I just want to say thank you, Cathedral. Thank you for your heart, to love people that are in another part of the world that you'll never get it. But in heaven, God's gonna reward us. And thank God that this next generation of people in Mozambique that's raised up are gonna be the next leaders. They're educated, they're doctors, they're lawyers, amen. And I just got a great report from the school, from our Peace School, that over 91% of the students passed successfully compared to the state schools at only 50%. So God is doing amazing things. Thank you to the church family, how you continue to step up and give. And recently, I don't, Mozambique, they go through lots of natural disasters, and they've had their challenges with COVID and then the last two years. But I just want to share with you a video they sent to us about what God has done to restore what is going on in Mozambique.
5: Over the past few years, we have experienced three major cyclones in Mozambique. These cyclones have caused progressive structural damage to many homes in our provinces, communities and the Akalawa Children's Village. Due to strong winds and extreme rainfalls, the Akalawa Children's Village roof structures were seriously damaged and the Akalawa Clinic had its roof torn off. However, through generous donations from our partners, we were able to replace these roofs with strong metallic structures, a false-ceiling finish applied to building interiors, stronger reinforced roof sheeting and an overall renovation. Anthea the Akalawa's Children's Village, Life Child looks after many orphan and vulnerable children through our residential homes, school and clinic that serves them and their families. Life Child aims to create a safe and healthy environment, but we can only do that when we have secure structures for our children. We would like to say a heartfelt thank you for our amazing partners for helping us to ensure that our children are cared for and protected.
2: Thank you, Cathedral. That's you. That's Cathedral's village. And so thank you so much for always being there uh, to, You know, to live out our mission, that we've been blessed to be a blessing. And this Wednesday, as Kurt mentioned, is International Life Child Day. And if you'd like to sponsor a child, you can go to their website and do that this Wednesday online. And then thank you for your continued support. So many ways to give here at Cathedral of Faith. However you give, thank you for being a part of God's mission through Cathedral of Faith. And I want to speak a blessing over you Father, I thank you for our cathedral family, those who are watching online, those who are on site. Thank you for their commitment. Thank you for their faithfulness. Thank you for their support. Thank you for all you're doing in the world because of their giving. And I pray for them and their finances. I pray, God, that you would continue to give them favor in the workplace. I pray that you would open up doors, that you would give them promotion. I pray, Father, that you would increase their resources. I pray, God, that you would continue to bless them, make them a target of your favor in every, every way so that we can be a greater blessing than ever in the days ahead. You're an amazing God and we look forward to seeing what you have in the future. And it's in Jesus' name and for Jesus' glory, we ask this. All God's people said, amen, amen and amen. Let's give God praise, amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, it's exciting. I'm gonna ask you to stand for just a, another moment. And as you're standing, you know, one of the ways God has blessed us as a church is he's given us an amazing staff. And one of those staff members is the man who leads our Spanish campus, John Mendez. It's not just the campus here on this location, but that we have Spanish campuses on our other locations also in San Jose, Morgan Hill, Gilroy, Milpitas, and he's leading all of those, and he's doing such an amazing job. But just recently, he was back in Washington, D.C., and he received a Lifetime Achievement Award. For more than 30 years, he's been going back to Washington, D.C. and representing the Hispanic National Pastors Alliance, working with lawmakers in terms of shaping public policy. And so it's great to have a voice at the table. And he's been able to bring that voice to each of the different parties who've been in power over that time. God has given him a tremendous amount of influence. They honored him with this award. And I want you to give a great big welcome to Pastor John Mendez, Pastor John.
6: bless you Pastor, thank you so much. All right, all right, amen. Thank you Pastor, all right, amen. To him be the honor and glory, amen. You may be seated, thank you so much. Uh, For the last 30 years uh, or more, close to 40 years, I've been traveling to D.C. and back, and I'm I'm not a politician. Uh, The Lord told me, Washington doesn't need another politician. They need pastors, and in the last 30 years, I've seen literally tens of thousands of pastors uh, becoming pastors in Washington, D.C., because, believe it or not, Senators and Congressmen are also souls. (laughs) They also need Jesus Christ, okay? And that's the main reason why we're there. And so we have faced a lot of uh, proposals, a lot of laws, a lot of bills that have been presented, both the Senate and Congress, as well as the White House, that have infringed on our religious rights here in the US. And although we are a country of freedom, there's been an onslaught against Christianity, specifically, limited us one, af- one limit after another. And we've been there presenting the cause of the church and of Christ Jesus, and God has helped us. And um, one of the other things that we've done is that we've advocated a lot for the Hispanic church. And one of the things that, I, that I've seen in the last 30 years, just a great development of the Hispanic church here in the U.S., Hispanics happen to be the fastest-growing minority in, uh, in the U.S. Not only are they a lot of people, but we have a lot of babies. That's why we multiply ourselves quite a bit, all right? And that's a reality, guys, okay? And they're like the people of Israel that by the time that uh, the, um, the lady who helped give birth... Uh, they would report to Pharaoh that by the time they got there, these Jewish women were so fertile that they gave uh, birth to their babies. That's how Latinas are, okay? Because the Hispanic church grows two ways, winning souls and having muchos babies, okay? But the fastest growing evangelical church group in the U.S. happens to be the Hispanic church. God is moving among the Hispanic church. The Spirit of God is pouring out. Not only that, but now, three generations later, after the 1970s, all the influx of Central Americans, a lot of those Hispanic children are now becoming pastors, English-speaking Hispanics, who shepherd and pastor the fastest-growing church in the U.S. And I believe that God, in his will, allowed so many Latinos to come here. Okay. Okay. I know I'm, not, I'm speaking into your politics, but I believe God's behind it. I believe God has allowed it so that he can bring revival back to the United States. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, I have the privilege of serving pastor here in the, um, the cathedral. I'm also, I pastor the uh, men's ministry. Uh, Guys, if you uh, don't have a ministry to go to, we invite you to the men's ministry of Cathedral of Faith. Women, if you're having problems with your husband, please send them to men's ministry. (laughs) We will work with them there. I also have the privilege of of leading the Hispanic, uh, uh, Spanish-speaking campuses, which are called Catedral de Fe in Spanish, Cathedral of Faith, all right? so. I'm gonna ask those who are from Catedral de Fe, a ver, hermanos, levanten la mano. Those who are from Cathedral of Faith, like there's several of them around here. Let's give a big round of applause for them. Amen. (laughs) We're reaching over 400 folks every week with the gospel of Christ in the heavenly language, Español, okay? And a lot of us know Spanish, okay? Although you may not be able to speak in Spanish, but you know how to order enchiladas, tacos, tortillas, all that stuff. Okay, we'll stop with that now. Amen. Don't we have a great pastor? Amen. Um, this year will mark 50 years that I've been in ministry. Uh, it will happen on the 27th of uh, the 27th of, of September. God called me into ministry. That was the first day that I was the September 27th. The first day that I ever preached a, um, um, a message, a sermon, and God gave me souls that day. Anyhow, i uh, Mark's way back when. Anyhow, 50 years later, God has called me here to Cathedral of Faith, and I'm, I've been so blessed with the theme that God has laid on our pastor regarding identity. Um, pastor is not only speaking into us as a church. But he's speaking into our culture. He is speaking into the lives of, of millions here in the Bay Area. And, and the message resonates, I believe, with a great need that there is within our culture. Uh, Pastor Ken, to quote him, he says that the definition of identity starts with us accepting that we are created by God. Can I hear an Amen. That's something that we must accept. And when we accept that we are created by God, that starts to define our identity. Not so much the identity of God, but our identity, our God-given identity. We believe, as Pastor Ken has, pre- has preached, that God is the author and the giver of life. And that's why we respect life. Can I hear another Amen. amen. Aside from that, we were not only uh, created by God, but we were created in his image. That's a powerful statement there. We are created in his image. Take a look at your neighbor and tell them, you look like God. I I know there's a lot of husbands and wives looking at each other. Yeah, right. (laughs) Moms looking at their kids, kids looking at their parents going, you don't even look like that. (laughs) Not even close to that. But we got to have that faith. We are created in the image of God, okay? Some of them look more like God than others, but we all created in the image of God. Amen? Amen. And, and that starts our, our identity. That starts the definition of our identity in which we understand who God is in our lives because we are created in His image. In the Bible, as you read it, you find so many names and titles being given to God. These names, these titles reveal who God is. Everlasting Father, Creator, Fortress, Glorious Sword, Helper, the Holy One, I Am that I Am, Healer, Deliverer, King of Kings, Lord of Hosts, Majesty, Glorious, All-Powerful, Man of War, literally, Warrior. Can somebody give the Lord a clap offering for those titles? Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And as you read God's words and you identify read God's word and you identify with all these titles, you then begin to find out His character, his person, personhood, who He is, what He does, his authority, his power. And as you identify these names, these titles in God, you begin to see them in your life. And God's identity becomes a reality in your life. Is somebody with me today? This is why people I have a difficult time understanding why we get all excited when we worship God. Because it isn't so much simply a song that inspires us, but it's the identity that we have with the Almighty, with the Healer. Because when you're healed, you worship Him. When you're lifted up by His power, you praise Him. Because you identify with His identity. Yeah, it's not in so much an emotion. Well, you can call it emotion, but something happens to you when the presence of God comes close to you and you just feel that bubbling up in you. And people don't understand why we get excited. Well, I tell you, if the mountains in which God descended on trembled, we're going to also tremble in the presence of the Almighty God. Can I hear an amen? Hallelujah. Well, in these identities that we have, Paul discovered them as well. He discovered them so much that he wanted to be like Christ. His, his whole theme was for Christ to be seen in him. And as a matter of fact, in Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, he says, I'm crucified with Christ. I don't live any longer. No, no, Christ lives in me. And the things that I do in the flesh, I do them because of Christ in me. He identified with Christ, and he wanted people to see Jesus in him. I believe that that is our strife as well. Our struggle, our our goal is for people not to see us, but to see our identity in Jesus Christ. An amazing man by the name of Peter also elaborated on this. He took it a little bit further. Keep in mind, Peter wasn't the best of Christians in the beginning, like many of us have been. Okay, you were kind of supposed to say amen there, you know? Okay. (laughs) But we are growing just like Peter grew. And so then when he wrote his letters, he, he wrote something so deep. I mean, here's this fisherman who didn't know how to read or write in the very beginning. I, I mean, he was this, this, this really tough guy, you know, this tough character. But look what he writes in 1 Peter. He says, do you want to be more and more of God's kindness and peace? Then learn to know him better and better. This is in the Living Bible. For as you know him better, he will give you Through his great power, everything you need for living a truly good life. Someone say amen, please. Okay. That's powerful. He even shares. Somebody say shares. He even shares his own glory and his goodness with us. Wow. Wow. He gives it to us. He shares them with us. He continues and says like this, and by the same mighty power, he has given us all the other rich and wonderful blessings he promised. For instance, the promise to save you from the lust and rottenness of all all around us. And, somebody say and. No, come on, say it with guts, man. And to give us his own character. To give us his own character. and and the King James and New International Version it says to be partakers of his divine nature whoa you and I have the divine nature especially those who have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior have the power of the Holy Spirit we live no longer Christ lives in us come on I gotta hear an amen there hallelujah (laughs) hallelujah turn to your neighbor again and say hey you're looking more like God all right see that's part of taking on god's nature in our lives yeah i know some of you moms are looking at your kids and you're like that teenager kid of mine don't look nothing by god okay looking at your husband you know and uh, in the middle of the night when he's snoring away he doesn't look nothing like god okay But we've got to accept this. This is part of God's process in our lives. This is what he wants in our lives. Now, let's go back and recap on this, okay? So God created us. He gave us his life. Not only did he give us life, but he created us in his image. And here, years later, Peter says, that's right. You were giving God's identity, God's character in your life. So they won't be you any longer who lives, but Christ living in you. And one of the things that I want to share with you is the fact that God is called man of war. That literally means warrior. That is one of his identities. That is one of his identities. So, so there's three scriptures in particular that I'm going to share with you real quickly. The first one's in Jeremiah. And Jeremiah says like this, but the Lord is with me, like a strong warrior somebody say strong warrior so those who are chasing me will trip and fall no they will not defeat me hallelujah what a powerful revelation that jeremiah shares okay the Hebrew words that, that Jeremiah uses are two important words. The first one is gabor. Gabor means to be strong and mighty, invincible, undefeated. He's revealing who God is. The next one is aritz. Aritz means one who is awe-inspiring, terror-striking, awesome, terrifying, ruthless, fearless, and mighty. This is who my God is. He's never lost the battle. He's never run from the enemy. He is ruthless. He he is mighty. He is powerful. <laughs> Hallelujah. The next scripture is in the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 42, verse 13. It reads like this. The Lord will march out like a champion. Hallelujah. Okay. Like a warrior. Somebody say warrior. He will stir up his zeal with a shout. He will raise up. He will raise the battle cry and will triumph over his enemies. Now, now I, know, I know God loves us, you know, and he's nice, and, you know, he's patient, and, you know, he's lovey-dovey, and he'll hug you and all that stuff, okay? Hey, that, that's, that's one part of God, but I want to talk to you about a God who is a mighty warrior as well. Again, he has never lost a battle. He has never lost, he's never backed down from an enemy. God is a mighty warrior. The last scripture is in the book of Exodus. In Exodus, Moses reveals another part of this warrior. The Lord is a warrior, just simply and put out. I mean, this guy didn't cut any corners. The Lord is a warrior. Somebody say warrior. warrior. Yes, Jehovah is his name. And look at the words that he uses in the ancient Hebrew. He uses two words. The first one is Iish, which means mighty man, champion, outstanding, and strong. Milkamah means those who with a brave spirit, to do warfare. God is about to stand in our hearts, in our minds. He's about to stand up, and rise up in our lives, and let us know that he will fight every battle that we face. He will defend us in every warfare that we encounter. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's the warrior spirit of God. That warrior spirit of God, it shows us, it shows us that God has never backed down from the enemy. He has never run from a battle. He has never lost in the battle. And, somebody say and. Somebody yell out and. In the end, our God wins. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. I, I, I'm, I'm a little old-fashioned Pentecostal guy, so I get a little excited about it. But I, I mean, I can't back down when I when I see these revelations that God gives, especially to those individuals who today have walked into this church, you know. And they're like, oh, yeah, all right, and you you just had your 239 fight this weekend with your spouse, with your kids, and you're beat up for what happened this week. All things have happened in your life, and so on. But I want to tell you, you're a warrior. You don't want You got up this morning. You brushed your hair. Some of you brushed your teeth. Some of you ate some breakfast. But you're here. Something told you, I'm going to the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 I want you to shake that off, all that doubt, all those things, and you, you got to say, I'm here. You know, I'm here because I'm a warrior. I'm believing that God is about to do something better, something more powerful in my life. Hallelujah. 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 Where, where was I at? Let me see. Let me go back. Let me see. Okay. There we go. All right. I'm almost there. Tell, tell your neighbor. He's almost there. Okay. All right. So this warrior ID is what we need to embrace. We, this is what God is wanting to give us today. A warrior. Take a look at your neighbor and say, you're a warrior. Yeah. You're to spit in his face and go, you're a warrior. Yeah. I'm not talking about those guys up north, okay, that... You know, they, they 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 thrill us at times. You know, they thrill us. They disappoint us. They frustrate us. I know there's some of you who have thrown something at your TV when they're losing. You know, and, and somebody gets injured again. I'm not talking about those guys, okay? As a matter of fact, I, I believe here at the church, God has assembled warriors to do warfare in the Bay Area. We are equipped with warriors, hallelujah. Just take a look at these guys that we have. I mean, look at this. Mr. Iron Mike Garcia, hallelujah, hallelujah. How about that demon killing Pastor Ken? Or, or Pastor Kurt, hey, we can do this in Christ's name. What about that invincible Shelly, man? She's my, that worship warrior, Pastor Vaughn, that Mr. Happy, Pastor Wayne. Somebody's got to give it up for the team that we have here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I'm going to share a few few, uh, things with you today about, about how God has helped me to identify with this warrior spirit. Sometime ago, I was called to go to Muslim countries to preach the gospel. And I was scared because they're killing Christians over there, you know? And as a matter of fact, the place where I was going to, it, they had killed seven pastors in that month for preaching the gospel, okay? And I was invited to go over there. I started praying, and you know what? That warrior spirit rose up in me, man. I mean, I said, God, we can do this. And take a look at this, okay? As this warrior spirit rose up within me. Oh, no, no, not that <laughs> And not that one either. Not that one either, guys. That one right there, okay? That warrior spirit rose up in me. Hallelujah. In case you didn't know, I'm Mescalero Apache, seventh generation. Puro Mexicano, man, okay? All right? That warrior spirit rose up in me. I said, let's do this. Let's do this. And as a matter of fact, the pastor called me and says, Pastor, were you gonna be preaching? The Muslims are already protesting. And, and, and someone had said the night before I was preaching that they were gonna go and kill, and, and, and beat up on the, on the American pastor that was coming from the U.S. to preach. So we were all up on the platform, and, and, and I was up there, and, and Pastor Kurt, you know, these guys ran up there looking for the American pastor. tall, white, Adam, they were looking for a blue-eyed guy, blonde, you know, and, and, and they ran right beside me, okay, right in front of me, they, ran. they didn't even look at me, I thank God that day that he made me this Asian-looking Latino, you know? And, And that night, we preached the gospel. They didn't, they didn't protest because they looked at me and they said, he's not American, okay? And thousands came to Christ because the warrior spirit was with me. Hallelujah. 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 These are the things that I want to share with you today. I'm going to go real quickly with them. Okay, because i got to share them with you today. These are warrior truths. Say with me, warrior truths. These warrior truths will understand us, the kind of warriors that God wants to make us, to identify with this warrior ID in which God wants to put in our lives. The first one is this. Warriors are those who have obeyed and acted on the knowledge and understanding of the source that has called us. I know that's kind of long, well, follow me on this. As warriors, we understand who it is, what is the source, where does this come from? It doesn't come from some theological conclusion. It doesn't come from some all of a sudden, you know, thinking, hey, this is a great idea. No, this comes from God. And God makes no mistakes when he speaks into us. I said, God makes no mistakes when he speaks into us. <clears throat> Today, he is identifying you as a warrior. Somebody's got to confess today and say, I am a warrior. There you go. I like the way this brother said it. I, mean, I don't know where you are, but say again. I am a warrior. See, I understand that the same voice that tells me I love you, I believe in you, I, don't, I want to use you, You and I can do this. I am with you. Do not be afraid. Trust me. That same voice that speaks to us today, it's the same voice that said, let there be light. Hallelujah. When God speaks, he makes no mistake. I'll say that again. When God speaks, he makes no mistake. He doesn't say that the waters part. No, no. He, He knows what he's saying. Because when God says it, it happens. I said, when God says it, it happens. So when God tells you, I'm going to heal you, he will do it. I will deliver you, he will do it. I will lift you up, he will do it. That's who our God is and some of you are doubting that God called you, that God promised you, that God will use you, that God is with you, you're holding back because of the circumstances that you are facing. And you're letting the circumstances define you instead of letting the promise of God define you. What God has spoken to you define you. Because we get beat up. We hurt sometimes. We make mistakes sometimes. Is somebody with me today? Okay but sometimes we gotta just speak into ourselves. Kind of like what Mary Ann Rockmar said one day. She said it this way, look, courage doesn't always roar. Sometimes it's that quiet voice at the end of the day whispering, I will try again tomorrow, Amen. hallelujah. <clears throat> Dad, maybe you made a mistake this week, but you'll try again tomorrow. Christian, you probably failed this week, but you'll try again tomorrow. You gotta understand that God says, I am with you. With me, all things are possible. Or maybe you just need to hear a little philosophy from Rocky Balboa, okay? I know you probably didn't think that you were gonna hear from Rocky Balboa this morning, okay, but this is what he says. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep on moving forward. Hallelujah. Some of us have been beat up. We've suffered some pretty heavy blows from the enemy. But we've got to have that faith within us, rise up and say, Devil, is that all you got? Is that all you can hit me with? Greater is my God. I said, Greater is my God. Greater is my God than all of these things that I am facing. Because God has spoken into to me. I am a warrior. Somebody's got to confess that today. I am a warrior. Come on, give it up for the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The second truth. Warriors understand and know. Warriors understand and know that they are an integral part of God's master plan. We are a part of God's master plan. See, today, I, am joined to, I joined together billions of Christians throughout the world who are praising and glorifying God. Okay. This week, I'm a part of an army of billions of people who are trusting God for their lives. I am not alone. I'm part of the integral plan of God, master plan of God. Let me reveal to you this way. One day, my wife and I were in Israel, and um, we were walking on the shores of, of, of Gala- the Sea of Galilee. And um, it, it was almost, uh, the sun was almost coming out. It was still morning time. You can still see some of the stars out in the sky. And, um, and Mary Jane told me, uh, Yeah, my wife's name is Mary Jane, okay? In case some of you doubt it, okay? Mary Jane, yeah, her name's Mary Jane, and I'm her Spider-Man, all right? <laughs> At least that's what she tells me, and I believe her, okay? <laughs> let me get back to the message. So then she says, hey, you go over there and pray, and I'll go over here and pray, and we'll let God speak to us. So I found this log, this rock, I sat down, and I said, okay, God, you spoke to your disciples on these shores, now speak to me. And, and the Spirit of God came to me, and he says, John, Look up to the sky. What do you see? And I look to the sky and I can see all the stars. (laughs) Hey, thank you, Jesus. You're going to give me more kids. I got to go talk to Mary Jane. We got to get busy here, okay? (laughs) And God says, hey, John, hey, John. Shut up. (laughs) Sometimes God needs to tell us that. You know that? Because we we jump ahead of God. He says, just listen to me, okay? Pick out any stars. I looked up, and I said, okay, I picked that one. He says, okay, John, speak into that star and tell that star this. Without me here, you wouldn't be there. Without me here, you wouldn't be there. What's that mean, God? He said, let me show you. In my master plan of creation, I needed you here to balance everything else that I'm doing in the universe whoa, are you serious? Yes, John. And I want to speak that into your life today. You who are thinking that you're insignificant, that you're not popular, that people don't know you, that you haven't done some outstanding thing. God is speaking to you and he's saying, you are so important that if you couldn't be here, the rest of what I have intended for my master plan of creation and life would be out of balance. Somebody want to receive that? Hallelujah. I liked it a lot. I said, hey, give me more. God, God, speak to me some more. And God said, okay, listen to this, okay? If life was a book and your life would not be here, it would be like one letter missing from that entire book. It would not be complete. And I want to speak into your life today. You who are thinking suicide... I'm not talking about just suicide of taking away your life. I'm talking about suicide with your marriage. Suicide with your plans. Suicide for God's dream in your life. Killing your spirit. God is saying if your life wasn't here, this whole book of life would be incomplete. You are so important. You are so important that that's why I gave you life. That's why you woke up this morning you are so important to my master plan. Don't ever think, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't ever think that you're an oops. Don't think that it's just coincidence. No, there's such a thing that I believe that God created the heavens and the earth, that God is in control of all things. And if I woke up today, it's because God dreamed of me being alive today and living in his will. Now give it up for Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. This is, this is what the, the, uh, the warrior does, the last thing, okay? The warrior embraces, the warrior embraces God's will and he believes God beyond his circumstances. Listen to me. God, the warrior embraces God's will and believes God beyond the circumstances. This is what warriors do because warriors, we go through stuff you know we go through battles we've suffered blows things happen in life we want to say that everything is great and everything's going to turn out well and everything but things happen bad things happen and sometimes it could be that one night stand or maybe that affair that turned out terrible. Or maybe get involved with that person that turned out to be abusive. Or maybe that inhale or that hit that you had that turned into a, an addiction. Because things happen in life. Because we all make mistakes. Yeah. Things happen to us. Maybe people that got involved in our lives abused us, neglected us, lied to us. Use this, because that's the way life is. That's how life happens. And today, there are people who are facing, they're in the middle of these situations, and that has deterred them from God's perfect will. It deterred them, taking away the fact that God's involved in all circumstance, in all situation. You know, because sometimes we fall, Sometimes we fail. I'm glad there's some people who are being transparent and honest with God today. But you know what? Warriors understand this, that this is a process of life. These are things that happen in life, but the warrior spirit rises up within us. And you know what? We might get beat up, but we'll get up again. You know, we might get hurt, but we'll keep on going. We may not feel all that perfect, but we know that he is perfect. But you know what? Things may not seem very sweet, but he is the sweetness. His flavor gives us life. Can I hear an amen? I, I mean, you know what? We keep on fighting. We keep on trying. It's like the Japanese proverb that says, I will fall seven times, but I will get up eight times. Because warriors know how to do that. We may fall seven, but we will get up. If you believe it, give the Lord a clap offering today. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I want the Holy Spirit to shake you up today and tell you, you're not a victim. You're victorious. You know, stop your whining. God is speaking to somebody said, stop your whining, stop your crying, stop blaming other people. You know what, we're in a spiritual battle and we'll get hurt, we'll get beat up, we might fall. But today, the spirit warrior in you tells you I will get up again, I will fight again, I will try again, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm talking to some of you whining Christians, man. You complain about everything. I'm talking to you. You get easily offended by something. Somebody looked at you. Somebody didn't shake your hand. Somebody did this. Oh, shut up. You're a warrior. I said you're a warrior. You're a warrior. Hallelujah. You blame your wife. You blame your kids. You blame the neighbor's dog. You blame everything. God is saying, shut up. You're a warrior. You get up and fight. You get up and believe. You get up and try again. Because greater is he that is in me. Greater is he that is in me. Hallelujah. Oh, come on church. Praise him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. See, See, the warrior mentality understands. That the Lord is a warrior. He is with me. He's going to fight not only for me, but with me. Somebody say, for me me. and with me. me. So we got to cooperate with God. That if He's fighting, we've got to fight along with Him. See, the warrior's strength is based on this. I know. Somebody say, I know. Come on, somebody yell out to the devil, I know. I know. I know that my God is in control. I may not understand all the things that are facing, but all things will work together for my good. I don't care what devil, I don't care what demon, I don't care what circumstance I will face, my God is in control. <laughs> Hallelujah! All right, come on up, brother. Hey, give it up for Brother Tommy over here, man. That guy's amazing. And Kurt, I didn't have this in my notes. And I'm going to go beyond the 12 o'clock thing, okay? But I got to share this, okay? Are you guys okay if I take another three minutes? Right. I'm going to ask the worship team to get ready, okay? All right. So back when I was 19 years old, um, my, my sister got, and her husband got killed in an automobile accident. I was in my last few months of Bible college, getting ready for ministry. My dad passed through the church here on Center Road called Templarim. Some of you, I see you in the crowd, you remember those days. And um, I told my parents, because I saw them devastated with the loss of my sister, I told my parents, you know what, I'm, I'm not going back to Bible college. I'm going to stay here, work, and help you guys out. We all prayed about it, and we felt that God called me back to school. So I walked away from my parents, went back to school, and I graduated. That same year, three months later, my dad gets killed in a, in a construction accident. I'm 20 years old. I know a whole lot about life. The church that was called Temple name, they asked me to take over the church. 20 years old, man, what do I know about pastoring? I remember when I went to identify my dad's body at Santa Clara Valley Medical Center. And I couldn't find any place to pray, or talk to God. All I could find was a broom closet. And I went in there and I started talking to God. And you know what God told me? I told him, God, my, my dad, God, all these things happen. And, and God said this, listen to me. He said, hey, John. Who saved you? Who forgave your sins? Who do you follow? Now, I, I, I just buried my sister six months prior, and now my dad's dead. I said, God, but it's my dad. And you know what the Lord told me? He said, John, let the dead bury the dead. Pick up your cross and follow me. Listen to me. Don't feel sorry for me. I'm a warrior. Don't feel, don't, don't say, oh, poor guy. No, 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 stop that right now. I'm a warrior. That day, I had to pay a price. And I said, God, yes. I will pick up my cross and I will follow you because you died for me. You gave your life for me. You gave me eternal life. You're the one who I follow. Today, God is saying to you, are you a warrior? Then pick up your cross and follow me. Because a warrior sometimes has to pay a price. A warrior sometimes simply just has to wipe off the tears, shake it off a little, get up and say, I will follow Christ. I will not turn back. No, I will follow Jesus. Is someone with me today? Hallelujah. 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 Come on, guys. Okay. All right. So will you please stand right now? Okay, I, I want to share with you this, this, um, this um, prayer that was shared with me back in 1974. This missionary came to a Bible college, and he said that this prayer was found on an African hut where thousands had been killed for their Christianity. And this prayer was posted on one of the huts. Let's read it. It's called the fellowship of the unashamed. It reads like this. I am a part of the fellowship of the unashamed. I have Holy Spirit power. The die has been cast. I have stepped over the line. The decision has been made. I am a disciple of Jesus Christ. I won't look back, let up, slow down, back away, or be still. My past is redeemed. My present makes sense and my future is secure. I am finished and done with low living, sight walking, small planning, smooth knees, colorless dreams, king visions, mundane talking, kinsey giving, and dwarfed goals. (laughs) I no longer need preeminence, prosperity, position, promotions, or applause, or popularity. I I don't have to be right, first, tops, recognized, praised, regarded, or rewarded. I now live by faith. I lean lean on his presence, live by patience, I'm lifted by prayer, and I labor by power. My face is set, my heart is fixed, my goal is heaven, My my road is narrow, my way is rough and my companions are few. My God is reliable and my mission is clear, hallelujah. I cannot be bought, compromised, detoured, lured away, turned back, deluded or delayed. I will not flinch on the face of sacrifice, hesitate at the presence of adversity, negotiate at the table of the enemy, ponder at the pool of popularity, or meander at the maze of mediocrity. I won't give up, I back up, let up, or shut up until I have preached up, paid up, stayed up, stored up, prayed up for the cause of Christ. I am a disciple of Jesus Christ. I must go until he comes, give until I drop, Preach until all know and work until he stops me. And when he comes to get his own, he'll have no problem recognizing me because my colors will be clear because I am unashamed. I am a warrior. I am a warrior. Come on, somebody give it up for the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise him. Praise him. the children's ministry please pick them up we can't keep keep, keep them okay you got to pick up your kids children's ministry coffee shop is open be sure to keep that in mind the prayer team is going to be up here if you need prayer you can come up right now okay but I, I need to pray for you before you leave okay will you raise your hand as I give you a pastoral blessing hallelujah Lord I thank you for healing those kidneys right now that need a healing Lord, that liver that is infected right now, I declare it completely heals. Somebody's got to agree with me today. Hallelujah. I pray, Lord, for that marriage that they have agreed. This is it. We're not going to go anymore. I believe that that the warrior spirit is going to rise up in them. And they're going to say, we believe. So I pray the Lord would open your eyes to see the warrior spirit in you. And you will strive this week. Though you will struggle, but you will continue to go forward. Because in the name of Jesus, all things are possible. So I pray for you in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit. And Cathedral of Faith says, amen. God bless you guys. All right.